And hello and welcome everyone to another Comic Multiverse commentary track. And I think y'all know this was the one we had to do with Endgame only a week away. In fact, I think it's probably going to even be sooner by the time this gets up here. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Infinity War, everyone. I'm sure this has been on everyone's list for us to cover for a long time. And because this is a team movie, this is a big team up, a big benchmark, a big landmark in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They couldn't do it alone. I couldn't do it alone. And so joining me on this very nice Easter is, of course, my uh, partner in comic book crime, Matt. Hello, everyone. And also returning, a blast from the past. He he answered the call, everyone. He, he he's, he's assembled with us now. It's Tom. Tom uh, Gallagher, how you doing? Yeah, not bad. Thank you for having me. Oh, always a pleasure. I'm glad you could make it for this one. Also, uh, happy Easter. It's Sunday as we record this, everyone. It won't be when we put this up, and you know, I just want to be sure to date myself just a little bit. <laughs> it has just gone midnight, so it is technically Monday now. So. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> we we have risen, too, and we have risen with commentary <laughs> what we've done. So uh, in front of us right now, we have the Blu-ray version of Infinity War, everyone. That ends up clocking out around uh, two hours, 29 minutes, 21 seconds. So, you know, if you want to watch along with us, that's the time you're going to need. I think this movie, I, I mean, I'm sure it's on all streaming services, but I know for a fact it's on Netflix right now. So when I count us down, we're all going to press play, and then we're going to watch the movie along together. It's going to be like a party. So, yeah. all right. All right. So five, four, three, two, one, play. All right, so we're two seconds in now, and again, we're we're coming up on it. Takes a while for the for the logos to come up, but yeah, yeah, did it ever? Wow, I'm like I've never counted this before. That took like a whole ten seconds. Holy crap! I thought I thought the version <laughs> I had was broken. Actually, <laughs> so did I. I was just thinking, am I going to be like really out of sync with you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, please don't do this to me now. I don't need this shit now. <laughs> Cool voiceover here by Thor 1 director, Kenneth Branagh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice to hear him again. This, I had uh, no idea it was even him. No, yeah, th thank you for the factoid, Matt. Matt's going to have all the factoids. <laughs> so this movie picking up directly after the, the post credit scene in Thor Ragnarok, where pretty much the entire cast of Thor Ragnarok, you, you, you liked them, you came to know them, well, guess what? Half of them are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, any Thor character with a name is fucking dead. <laughs> dead or going to die. Or going to die in the next few seconds. Jeez, that's... In wrestling terms, that's called putting over these new guys strong by having them kill a <laughs> bunch of actual gods in the first... Not even the first minute. Getting our first look at the Black Order 2, our baddies for this one. Never did I think I would see these guys in a movie, let alone to see them look as good as they do. Yeah, they're, I, they're a welcome addition, and especially cause since they're like relatively new to the comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only a couple years to, and man, in, in Blu-ray quality, holy shit, do they look good. They look very good. I, I like the idea of the Black Order, too, for being, like, sub-antagonist because we kind of get something here that we haven't really gotten any of the Avengers movies, and I hope it's something we see more of, and that is the good guys versus what is essentially an evil team. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
They, they, they are, and I, I put this in, I think, my review when we talked about it in our spoiler podcast, they're, they're, they're jobbers. Yeah, they are. They are. But they're jobbers to the stars, though, you know? <laughs> gotta, gotta make everyone look strong. <laughs> and Thanos looks very strong. <laughs> look at him, he's picking that guy up, no problem. How beautiful is the cinematography as well on this? It's like, really nice. People say that Marvel movies look generally ugly but mm. this movie is gorgeous oh yeah so many of the shot. shots are really great yeah and you could tell they were planning these shots for a long time too mm. what, so what, thor what, having what, a bad day what, what do we think about like them just starting the movie where he's like, oh he's already got the power stone i really would have liked to have seen the sacking of xandar but i understand why they did it for like time purposes yeah, I, I reckon there's still a chance we'll see it. We might even see it in Endgame uh, or, or in like another movie that takes place in the past or something. But That yeah. would be smart, the whole, ooh, let's, uh, let's stop Thanos before he even gets his first one. Let's make our final stand on a Xandar. Yeah. So yeah, Thor, just having a real shit week, you had to destroy his entire, you know, homeland to get rid of his evil sister that he didn't know existed, and now he's getting the crap knocked out of him by a mad titan. Yeah, 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 yeah he's not had a, a very good couple of days. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it later, but I think between him and Black Panther, you know, talk about kings having really shitty weeks. <laughs> Loki very much reaping what he's sown over the last couple movies. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember when I worked for you? Remember back in the first Avengers almost a decade ago now? Ah, <laughs> uh, the Hulk. In enjoy him while you can, because you won't be seeing much of him for the rest <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I actually really like that they did that. They did that Me because, too. Because I think, like, with all the other Avengers movies, we've never really gotten banner properly banner. it's always just been when's the hulk coming out our uh, hulk's out we're good they they also do it the right way and again to borrow a wrestling term they had to put thanos over as the monster heel so he defeats the strongest guy there was to show the new gap in power that has been created <laughs> Anime does that a lot, too. The, oh, now this is the new power level. This is the new dynamic, and you all have to build towards it. <laughs> he absolutely destroys the Hulk. He does. And, and you could <laughs> say where, where it's like the Hulk is strong, but Thanos is clearly more accurate and more well-trained, and he's, like, hitting his pressure points and shit. Mm. And he has the power stone, so, you know. But I don't think he was using it. It, wasn't, it didn't look like it. It wasn't was. glowing or anything. Man, Heimdall must have been happy. This is such an easy day of work. Just show up, get in the gore makeup, lay down. He doesn't even have to get up to do it. <laughs> this is the easiest money I've ever made. Yeah, Idris Elba didn't have to wear that helmet he doesn't like. Nope. He just had to lay down. Ow. Bye, Idris. You're going to be in Suicide Squad now. Yeah, he will be reincarnated in another James Gunn movie. Oh, they're coming back. They're all coming back, depending on what their contracts are looking like. <laughs> but let's face it, 
but that's kind of the cool thing about Infinity War is that for so many non-comic readers, this is all shocking because they've never seen an event of this magnitude before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, it, it made me laugh so much, though. When, mm-hmm. especially when it gets to the ending of this movie, oh, and yeah. people were so torn up about it. But it's like oh, yeah. you know, this is part one of a mm-hmm. two-part story. <laughs> like also, the heroes win in part one. Oh, yeah. What the hell is part two even going to be? A tea party. <laughs> also, too, as like comic fans ourselves, we're so you know almost desensitized to this stuff. Where it's like, man, have you ever read a summit co- uh, summer comic event? <laughs> they kill everyone every July, and then they come back by the fall. <laughs> I guess, too, we got to talk about Josh Brolin here. He just friggin' owned this summer between this and being Cable and Deadpool. You couldn't you couldn't get away from Brolin. Yeah, he did oh, a yes. fantastic job in this film. He did. I think, too, between, you know, him and Killmonger and Ego and all these other great new Marvel villains, they kind of fought that stereotype that most Marvel villains are one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. He has a lot going on in this movie. In fact, you could very easily argue Infinity War is more Thanos' movie than anything else because he gets what he wants at the end of it. He wins. He's definitely um, the most relatable Marvel villain mm. so far. In his even, way, even yeah. though his plan is complete and utter, like, batshit crazy. Because <laughs> he is the Mad Titan, which I think a lot of people forget. It's like, dudes, crazy is in his name. Yeah. <laughs> that as well, like, he makes, like, good points as well. Like, he's not just like, I'm crazy, so I'm going to kill everyone. He, he makes, like, points like, oh, the universe can only hold so many people. We reach mm. that, like, threshold where we're, we're doomed. <laughs> It's like, much, no, it's much insane. Like, it's insane, but yeah. Much like Killmonger, you agree with him up until a point, then you're like, oh, okay, no, you took it too far. <laughs> Even though with the stones, he could just snap his fingers and make there be like yeah. twice as many planets to put the people on. <laughs> exactly. And then you're reminded, oh yeah, he's crazy and he's evil. Right, of course. Yeah. But but that but that's the best villains, right? The best villains think they're right, and the best villains are the heroes in their own story. Yeah. Bye, Hiddleston. You're definitely coming back. You're getting a Disney Plus show. Thing is, yeah, would he, though? Because, like, or we don't know whether that show is going to take place in the past or not, but, like, he doesn't die from, from like, the snap or any of the stones or anything. He actually gets killed by Thanos. So can he come back? He gets legit murdered. Well, I I guess we'll have to see Endgame in a week and figure it out, won't we? It's always a way. I can already read the comments where, like, we're talking about this and it'll be coming out about the time Endgame comes out. So, so, like, we'll be proven right or wrong, and then we'll have people in the comments telling us we're right or wrong. And we should have known that to begin with, even though we're recording this like a week before. It's true. What what, what, what were you trying to say, uh, Tom, there? You know, they always find a way. So you're saying life, life finds a way. (laughs) Exactly. No one's ever really gone. No, no one is ever really gone. It's accurate. Oh, uh, now I just want to do my best Palpatine impression. Good, good. Let I the can't hate, do that. Let the hate flow through you, Thor. <laughs> when's when's Chris Hemsworth going to join the Star Wars universe? Is the real question. Soon, hopefully. 
<laughs> hey, if he kept flying that ship in the direction he was going, eventually he'd land in the Star Wars <laughs> universe. <laughs> also, too, another thing we didn't mention, uh, the Black Order here, they're not just Thanos' death cult. They say here that they're like his children, and I'm going to assume they're his adopted or stolen oh, yeah. they're, children. They're like Gamora, like how Gamora and Nebula are his, are his children as well. They're children by being stolen from whatever mm. race they came from. Which which is a clever idea and something different from the comics, but at the same time, too, I love the idea of, no, Thanos totally impregnated a bunch of weird alien <laughs> women, and that's what shot out. He took his inspiration from Ego. Which, you know what, that's not even crazy, because if you read Jason Aaron's Thanos book, that's literally what he does. Oh yeah, he gets around. Oh yeah, he bones. I'm, th I'm saying Thanos fucks, is what I'm saying. Now that shot right there of uh, Hulk falling through the roof of the Sanctum Sanctorum, that's exactly like Silver Surfer falling mm -hmm. through the roof. Yeah, an Infinity Gauntlet. Nice little reference. See, the people who made the movies read the books. Ain't that nice? <laughs> Man, what a what a history Tony and Pepper have had since this whole thing started. Pretty up and down. Very much so, from them not being together in Civil War, to them patching things up, to him again being like, no, 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 I'm going to stop being Iron Man, I promise. Oh, d d ignore the chess piece. <laughs> ignore all these things i'm building in my lab don't <laughs> there's nothing there you should have put cloaking ignore... technology over everything uh ignore the young spider person i am mentoring <laughs> and whose suit i built <laughs> ignore me oh yes the the nano machines too he's got the he's got the nano machines in him to think how far we've come from his suit having to be put on by another bigger robot or to where he just had a suitcase with his suit in it it's great i i've actually i've been watching the marvel movies in lead up to uh endgame and i just mm -hmm. love the progression of his armors throughout the film it's mm -hmm. so cool i mean this is basically bleeding edge from the comics more or less pretty much yeah where the heck are they gonna go next i wonder you can't really do next like that's it yeah what's after nano machines exactly he becomes the armor yeah really oh, they gonna, do that oh they gotta do it like invincible iron man he'll, he'll die and he'll become like the ai in the armor it'll become a hologram oh no <laughs> oh <laughs> man you, you joke that's not a terrible idea actually because if he's just the hologram that means robert downey jr can literally start phoning in all of his performances <laughs> And still make $50 million in a movie. Yep, doesn't even have to show up to set anymore. It's amazing to think all these movies in, and it's only here at this moment to someone sit Tony Stark, Iron Man down, and explain to him the deal with the stones. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, Wong and Strange are like the only two people on Earth, really, who know yeah. about them all indeed this is also for the for the lackluster fans in the audience hey did you skip guardians of the galaxy did you skip all of these well here's what you need to know <laughs> we hope you didn't skip because you're gonna be fucking lost for a good chunk of this <laughs> and they do a good they do a good job of like 
making it out like if like oh if this is like if you only watch like the avengers films yeah they do a good job of explaining stuff to their credit yeah you're not going to be totally lost but you won't appreciate it as much no i also liked no go ahead tom no i was i I was just going to say i think the only film in the marvel cinematic universe i hadn't seen before seeing this movie was black panther purely because i didn't have the money to go and see it at the time and they they came out very close together yeah i i had to make a decision but thankfully that's probably the one movie where i didn't really need to see it ahead of time no you really didn't you only all it really establishes like this is wakanda this is this guy it sure helps though for that final battle oh yeah yeah oh yeah Thankfully, like, I saw it later, and I did enjoy it. It is even good, if the I visual think. effects aren't fantastic in the final act. Yeah, the rhinos, you know. I'm, I'm thinking more just that final fight between uh, Black in Panther the, in and the vibranium mines. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That just uh... at, at that point, I was so in. Oh, I enjoyed it. It's just compared to everything else, like it's just visually, it just didn't work for me. It is. I, I I do like here our first big meeting between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, two characters who arguably share a ton in common, both personality-wise and origin story-wise, even facial hair-wise. And I like the <laughs> idea that they're not cool bros right away. They actually don't like each other. They're not the science bros. No, they're not science and magic bros yet. They're kind of they're kind of dick measuring. <laughs> As they should be, because it's like, hey, you know, you chose science, I chose mysticism, we should be diametrically opposed a little bit. Well, not only that, they both have huge, huge egos. Yeah, they do. And even though both of them have both been humbled, they still have huge, huge egos. There's still more humbling to be done. It's okay, Thanos will humble them. them Oh, boy. With the camel clutch. (laughs) He'll break them, make them humble. Ten-inch purple alien cock. <laughs> Madison Square Garden sold out every night. <laughs> Thanks, Iron Thanos. <laughs> Again, the people listening to this are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Man, a flip phone. I remember seeing this in the theater and being like, holy shit, that's a flip phone. <laughs> It's even better because Steven is the one who gave it to him. It was like, of course he right. did. He's an old man. Yeah, he's he just phones are new to he, him. He needed something he could work with, something physical buttons on it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't start him off at the iPhone. You know, his head will explode. It would have been even better if it was like one of those like old people phones that have like the huge buttons. Oh yeah, or like one of those bricks, like one of those br- brick phones <laughs> where you got to like pull up the antenna on it. Remember those? <laughs> I think my first ever cell phone was one of those. Nice. Could barely fit in your pocket. Yeah. I don't know if I believe the whole, oh, cell phones, you know, give you give you testicle cancer if you put them too close to your crotch, but those phones, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also not sitting with my laptop on my lap right now, which is, they say is another thing you have to watch out for. <laughs> He says he might want to use the time stone, but he really doesn't for the whole movie. Which, to 
to me people like uh like criticize but i'm like no that's totally within character because in his solo film he does it and he sees the effects of it and what can happen mm. so he just barely gets out of that one yeah so of course he's gonna be like pretty apprehensive about using this device that can reverse time cause time paradoxes it's all sorts fair. of things which is funny to think it looks like for Endgame, time travel via the microverse is how they're going to save the day. <laughs> that they might they might even explain that it was like that's a safer way of doing it. True. Hey, Stan. Stan, whose Endgame appearance is apparently his last cameo. Ah, that's sad, but also fitting in a way. Yeah. Didn't um, James Gunn film like a bunch of cameos on the green screen? They said they 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 Marvel Studios said they did film a bunch, so it might be like maybe like this will be his last one for a while, and maybe they might right. like just to be a bit more respectful, so they're not just like pumping them out. Right, mm. they want to hold on to some of them. I think he would love the idea though. Of oh yeah, he'd, he'd be all every film. I'm never gone. I live forever in this universe I created. Mm. Still think they should have just got him in like a 3D scanning room and just like scanned him in and made uh, a CG version. If it they, works they, for Tupac, they could just take the uh, the 3D model of him from the Marvel Spider-Man game. Hey, that's a pretty good model. <laughs> Oh, Wong, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he'll do his best, Matt, because he's a good person. <laughs> he'll do his best. Fighting, just a fighting for that tuna melt. Yeah, just, just a minute ago we found out he had no money. It's lunchtime. He's very hungry. <laughs> just wants this shit to be over with. Also, too, you know, Banner not being able to access Hulk gives him something to do in this movie, gives him an arc, it shows the division, because we don't get solo Hulk movies, so he needs to do as much as he can do in the borders of these movies where he's supporting. Yeah. <laughs> Wizards. Considering that Banner has basically wanted to get rid of the Hulk for a long time, this is the worst possible time that he could actually have it happen yeah and it's so fitting with banner's character because banner as he says i never get what i want <laughs> i am just the friggin charlie brown of this universe <laughs> the football is always being moved yeah i do like New banner's reactions to all of that stuff in the background there just mark ruffalo just react to something that's not there he's got good facials that's for true <laughs> You never get an explanation of Ebony Moore's power, do uh, of Moore's power, do we? We he's just no. like he's not magical, but it's not science. It's like maybe it's telekinesis. We don't know. Yeah, it's cool though. It's I, really I like good. it. As do I. They also don't really name all of them, do they? Ebony Maw gets a name, but all the other ones don't get names. No, I don't, know. I don't think. Oh, I think they might call. Corvus, Corvus at one point, or the right. Glaive, or the Glaive, or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
again, it's it's just there for us comic fans. You know what these monsters are called. Yeah. Oh, well, they changed Black Dwarf's name. Indeed, they did. Hulk, so humbled, he does not want to come out. <laughs> He's too embarrassed to show his face in public. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're the strongest there is, then to be proved that you're not the strongest there is. But see, no one saw the fight because Thanos killed everyone, so you could just get on Twitter and, and lie and say he won. Yeah, really? <laughs> Thanos doesn't I have a Twitter. <laughs> uh, that you know of. <laughs> I mean, hey, once he retires, you'll have to do something to keep himself from going crazy. This movie also just wasting zero time, too. Oh, yeah, just everything in the movie is, there's, like, no filler. It's all story. Yeah. We're already into it. We had, like, again, ten movies worth of lead-up. now the problem is we're just watching it now we're just getting into it <laughs> that's the problem with good movies it's true it's just like oh here's a good scene here's another good scene and i don't want to be that guy being like oh watch this this is fun <laughs> <laughs> i do like the, the the cape of levitation get the cloak of levitation gets a bit more to do in this film like it's an actual character oh yeah is it ever it helps out it, it teams up with tony stark and spider-man and mm-hmm <laughs> wonder who else it will team up with in Endgame. <laughs> Indeed. And Spider-Man just happy to be invited. <laughs> Can you believe I'm in this and it's only my second appearance? <laughs> it's pretty crazy, eh? It very much is that this late in the game we got Spider-Man, arguably the most popular Marvel character. <laughs> But that he also fits in like he was always meant to be here, because he always was. That's part of the genius, though, of what they did with Civil War. Like, establishing that Spider-Man had been Spider-Man for a little while. Indeed. <laughs> also, two people would argue, hey, does, doesn't Far From Home coming out, you know, kind of spoil the end of Endgame? Yes, but again, we all knew it was going to work out. Yeah. Anyone who's ever read a comic book knew that that pretty much was going to happen they're not going to kill spider-man in his yeah. second or third appearance <laughs> they might kill iron man though but we'll see about that <laughs> again if they kill him they can bring him back as the as a hologram again that that's our idea you have to pay us for that marvel disney cinematic <laughs> we want we we want residuals <laughs> well technically nick spencer came up with it but we it was our idea to use it <laughs> Man, Spider-Man, they just graduated you super hard from fighting a flying thief man to now going into space on only your second or, second or third adventure. Uh, you don't walk when you're a superhero. You just run. Oh, clearly not. Clearly. <laughs> oh, and here's the Iron Spider suit that we teased at the end of his movie. Iron Spider, that's a lot better designed than the movie, than the comic costume. Hmm. I, I much Arg prefer this one than the comic costume. It's a fun okay. costume. It, it it merges a lot of fun ideas. It I like the Iron Spider suit, but I like it on everybody but Peter, interestingly enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
I liked it when Mary Jane put it on. I thought she looked really great in it. I liked it when there was that whole Iron Spider team that Tony Stark had put together after Peter outed his identity in the comic Civil War. Yeah. I do like playing the Spider-Man video game with the Iron oh, yeah. Spider suit. It just it looks gorgeous in that game. Shiny. Oh, shit, I just remember, too, uh, Miles's evil uncle Aaron also put on the Iron Spider suit, too, at the tail end of Bendis' run. Fucking everyone had that suit. Everyone <laughs> wore it because everyone wanted it. Clearly. It's the most who, popular suit. Who else? Who doesn't want Stark Technologies? I guess. I, I'm going to say the only suit I think people have stolen and worn more is the black suit, and arguably that wasn't even his. <laughs> Oh, look, some garbage. I mean, a flip phone. <laughs> like the most important flip phone. <laughs> it wongs out. Well, <laughs> I'm not having any, any, any part in this shit. <laughs> I, I'm tagging out. I'm done. Here's my hand. I'm going home. I like that they, were, they weren't even a block away from the sanctum and he used a portal to get there. How lazy mm -hmm. is that? <laughs> That's magic for you. Ooh, rubber band, man. Love this song. You can tell James Gunn had a major hand in the Guardian scenes because even their opening scene has a great soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I like their new ship as well, the Benatar. It is nice. Named after Reference Pat, Pat Benatar. Indeed, and in the comics right now, they have the Rider. <laughs> hey, is that a reference to Richard Rider? No, Winona. <laughs> Oh, Drax. Even showing some evolution for the Guardians movies, they've all now picked up his uh, particular taste in music and they're all rocking out with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that Groot has grown up a little bit more as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we saw teenage Groot at the end of Guardians 2, but... Now he's even he's more seen... difficult teenage Groot. <laughs> Do we know how long between Guardians 2 and this was? It was like two years or something, wasn't it? Some. Because, yeah, it was weird, though, because wasn't, like, Guardians 2 just after Guardians 1, which took place in 2014? Yeah. And, and Guardians 2 was, like, six months later. Yeah, movie timelines are getting, like, tom uh, comic timelines. It's all on a sliding scale. When did that happen? A <laughs> couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose they can explain it away as like <laughs> they travel beyond the speed of light, like there time is relative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, a joke I never picked up on until I saw it here in Blu-ray in beautiful high definition when he says, "Guardians, time to put on your mean faces." Mantis tries to put on a mean yeah, face yeah. in the background, <laughs> but it's very unmean. Mendes does a lot of funny things in this film. There's like, when, I think when they're hunting Thanos on Nowhere, she, she like puts her hands in like a praying mantis style like, <laughs> like attack form. Mm. That <laughs> that's called funny. good. That's called good physical business, is what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> Telling Chris Pratt he's put on some weight. Don't don't be real, Dave Batista. Don't tell him he's only a sandwich away from being fat. He'll believe that. 
That's Dave my Batista. That's my dream for Peter Quill. He just like starts looking like Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's just Chris, fat Chris Pratt again. <laughs> Back. Which again, to you know, Dave Batista, famously known for his uh, amazing. Uh, ability to eat and never gain any weight apparently he was well known back when he was wrestling for eating like seven snickers in one sitting and never gaining a pound jesus that's like something you do on a dare but you can't eat seven snickers and dave batiste just like i bet i can (laughs) hey there's your trailer moment (laughs) Also, Drax instantly forming a man crush on Thor is pretty adorable. Yeah. <laughs> this man is a god, a pirate angel. Oh, no. I like that. Yeah, don't say that. Like, Drax just says it. Just. Oh, we don't know who this person is, but we will just tell her that that Thados has a daughter. Uh, He is an ultra-literal, though. He can't lie. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that you think, oh, this is going to be a big problem for Thor. He's like, no, I have an evil half-sister and an evil brother who's died a couple times. I, who who am I to judge you? I just feel like there's a more handsome, muscular Chris here right now in the ship, and he's really stealing my thunder, so, you know. Yeah, look, there's too many Chris's here. Too many Chris's. Where, where's your Chris power ranking, chat? Where do you rank the Chris's? <laughs> the deep voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so wonderfully goofy. <laughs> Imitating the pirate angel. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't? And Thor being so dumb, he assumes that he's mocking him and that it's not like some sort of, you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery thing. (laughs) Someone pointed out to me the other day where they're like, oh, nowhere spelt wrong. Shouldn't there be two W's? And I'm like, no, it's it's always been that way. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait, yeah, I guess. I guess that is spelled wrong, but as a comic reader, you never you, you never ask those kind of questions. <laughs> You're like, well, that's how it's always spelled. Poor, poor literacy is cool. They they share the W, the no, and the where. It's space literacy. They always drop a letter. Very much so. Well, safe, relatively speaking, on Earth. (laughs) Yeah, safe on Earth is a relative term. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Though, to be fair, Thor hasn't been there. 
for That's a while, true. so he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. This, I, this... I love that line a second ago, though. Like, Kevin Bacon might be on the team. He hasn't been there in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Oh. oh, it's only a matter of time before we can get at the actual Kevin Bacon in these movies. You know if they do, they'll make a joke about that. Oh, naturally. Oh, definitely. Also, too, thus begins uh, Gamora's overarching storyline for this movie, which is probably the meatiest storyline she's gotten, which is good, because I know one of the only weak things you can say about the original Guardians of the Galaxy is that she was kind of underserved, but they seem to actually go out of their way to give her way more to do, not only in Guardians 2, but especially here, where she becomes one of the most key characters. Yeah. so hard not to just watch him like what's going to happen next he even even like throughout this film like thor gets a lot to do as well he does again again coming off like his best movie ever there's like a resurgence of thor like hey thor's cool again you, you can yeah. really see the way that they like divvied up the actual screen time it seems to be the to all the characters who were underserved in the other avengers movie where it's like all right here's your time also, too, I had theorized when we saw this originally, uh, Chris Hemsworth getting so much more time as Thor, it seems like he might be the one to stick around while the other two Chris's are like, or, you know, where Captain America and Iron Man are like, Meh, maybe we'll stick around, maybe we won't, we'll see. Well, Chris Hemsworth has said, like, he'll play Thor for as long as he can. Yeah. Or, like, if, like, if they want him to. Mm-hmm. And then when he's done, they can swap him out for another Hemsworth brother. They have like ten. <laughs> <laughs> no one will tell the difference, and it's all baked in to Asgardian mythology that they just get reincarnated anyway. So, oh look, he's Liam Hemsworth now. <laughs> we can just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, we've got enough for at least another twenty to thirty years. We're good. Mm. <laughs> Paul yeah, Bettany. Isn't there at least four Hemsworth brothers? So that, that we know, know of. <laughs> There's the one out of Westworld and Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh look here we are in Scotland, everybody. All bunny Scotland. Looks rainy. So it looks like Scotland. <laughs> so it looks like Scarlet. I can make those jokes, everyone, because I'm of Scottish descent. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, but you know, somewhere they're probably frying up some great haggis and king rib right around the corner. <laughs> and sneakers. Oh, yes. The the country that, you know, they might not have invented pizza, but they invented frying it. And I'm grateful for that. They did that for us. <laughs> Bettany was probably just super happy that he didn't have to put on all the makeup right away, that he actually got to just walk around. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is how they're going to do their um, their TV Wanda show. WandaVision show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. WandaVision. I was literally thinking of that. I'm like, well, here's just the backdoor pilot for WandaVision. It's just the two of them walking around Scotland getting into adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these two characters get stuff like built off from their previous films. Indeed. Some good stuff here with their relationship from the comics and stuff. 
Yeah, we were joking about fried food. There this <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll deep fry your kebab. <laughs> Please do. Man, so in the theater I was in when Vision got stabbed through the chest there, everyone legitimately jumped in the theater because we already saw Hiddleston and uh, Idris Elba get killed. So they're like, oh no, anyone can die. <laughs> Which means I think the filmmakers did their job. Yep. Definitely. It's like a horror movie. Who's going to die? You don't know. It could be anybody. And we already had the black guy die first, so... Yeah, really. <laughs> also, too, with uh, Vision being a robot, you can actually get way more violent with him than you can any human being. So, yeah, you can have him get stabbed right through the chest, and it's fine. Yeah. This is cool. I like that, like, Corvus and Midnight both had kind of, like, a running, like... Rivalry. Rivalry with Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, the the two couples. Yeah. In fact, Midnight will even have a thing later on where it's like, hey, you know, you killed one of ours. Man, the heroes just getting owned early on in the movie, aren't they? <laughs> Again, they just no, cannot no catch one's a safe. Gotta like build those stakes. Indeed. And it is like, how do you build the stakes three, not, not just like three Avengers movies, but so many other movies in where it's like, well, they've saved the earth like a dozen times. So, you know, what do you, they what do you do? They pretty much just get their asses handed to them throughout the entire film, though. Indeed they do. Which, again, feels like a big comic book summer event where it's like, oh, man, the stakes are raised. Did you see how hard they lost? <laughs> Here we have a really cool reveal coming up. Definitely. Oh, oh, what's that sound? Do, do I hear an eagle? Do I hear flags waving? <laughs> <laughs> do I hear stars and stripes forever? Oh, did someone call for America? Well, he's not Captain America in this film. He's Nomad. Yeah, he, he doesn't get called it, but with the black suit and the flag off, you might as well be Nomad. And the beard, the righteous beard. <laughs> I kind of wish he kept the beard for Endgame, though. Mm. Like, he's, he's got to do a return to traditional Captain America. He seems to have lost a lot of weight, though, just from the trailers. Yeah. I... Also, too, hey, Blonde Black Widow is a nice reference to the second Black Widow from the comics, who was a blonde. Yeah. In fact, I kept waiting for her to say, oh, yeah, my... Uh, my assumed name while I'm on the run is da 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 and then have the name of the second Black Widow. Yeah. Corvus gets hurt by his own blade. I didn't think he could. I know in the comics, he can't get a hurt by his own blade or something. Right. Corvus gets killed a lot. <laughs> yeah. In the like, comics. I, again, I... They're, they're jobbers. They're, they're absolute jobbers in, in the film <laughs> and in the comics as well. Look, we're part of a hot new faction. We got great entrance music, but man, <laughs> when the going gets tough. Oh, 
did you see my new beard vision? It's pretty righteous, isn't it? I've been using this great new beard oil. <laughs> We just wanted date night. Was that too much trouble, <laughs> Natasha? Apparently so. She's only just as Bruce isn't there. Aw, sad but true. Man, so here's a flashback I didn't think we would get, but it's actually really damn effective. It's really cool as well. Again, showcasing Very. Thanos' plan has been going on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Also lets you do a little call back to the Battle of New York and being like, here, this planet wasn't so lucky because this planet didn't have heroes. Yeah, this planet didn't have Avengers. Yeah, this planet got hella owned. Uh, did, did, when you say choose a side, do you mean like choose a side on the street or do you mean choose a side like fighting you or not fighting you? Could you be, could you be a little bit more descriptive there, Ebony Ma? Actually, I don't know if it's... Yeah, I think it's this week, actually, as we record this, they're actually coming out with a new Thanos and Gamora miniseries that would mm -hmm. seek to actually fill in the blanks around this exact time from when she was adopted to when she became a Guardian. Yeah. Almost like there's a new movie about them coming out. I know, right? Ain't it funny how that time always seems to line up? <laughs> you see this sweet-ass knife? It's a pretty sweet-ass knife, isn't it? Why did it? Thanos have that? Like, this is, that, that's, like, not, like, her knife or anything. Got it off his belt. So, did he just, is he, like, carrying around this, like, little shiv just in case, like... Just in a, case. A tries to, like, kill him in the shower block or something? <laughs> I used this knife back when I was a prostitute. <laughs> Thanos, Thanos yeah. has lived an interesting life. These zombies didn't come, come for free. They came at a price. Yeah, I really paid that her. price. <laughs> Had to earn that money somehow, shaking my purple ass in the Skrull strip clubs. Worked as a space escort for a little bit, Thanos had an interesting life. They, again, to bring up that Jason Aaron Thanos Rising miniseries, they do say that he actually was like a space pirate and he did take like odd jobs at one point, so that's like not out of character at all. Oh, of course, he would have to, of course. Yeah. You, you, you don't start as like a as a dark lord mad tight you gotta you gotta work your way up to it man it takes some time now you know i think peter quill is very unfairly maligned in this movie for the choice he'll eventually make at the end during their big fight with thanos and i think it's unfair because of moments like this where, you know, Gamora confides in him saying like, look, if it seems like it's going too far, you got to promise to kill me, which ties in perfectly with Peter's arc from the first movie where, you know, his big fatal flaw was he couldn't let his mother go. And, you know, he was so afraid of letting that happen. And when he actually reaches out to the other guardians and forms a surrogate family, this the point of this is that, you know, when he's willing to shoot her later, that's showing that, hey, he has become like the adult version of himself who is willing to let something go, even if it means he'll be miserable. Mm. And as well, like yeah. him, like attacking Thanos uh, over something that happened to a woman he loved is not out of mm -hmm. character because he did the exact same thing to Ego. He surely did, did he not? 
Now, you could argue, d- d- doesn't that mean that uh, Peter has something of an edible uh, relationship with Gamora? How she keeps standing in for his mother in every situation. And to that, I say, um, um, um. <laughs> I just, I don't think you can blame the character for making an emotional decision in this I mean, situation. Like, it's, it's an emotional time. <laughs> And also, as we've shown before, you know, Peter Quill, he he, he ain't no brain scientist. Um, Drax and probably his funniest scene in the whole movie. Drax the Invisible Man. Yep. So perfectly still. Why didn't he use this ability on Thanos? He really should have, shouldn't he? Have he snuck right up on him. It would have been like this movie's version of Dance Battle. <laughs> Why didn't Peter challenge Thanos to a dance battle? He didn't have the dance stone or the rhythm stone. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I don't know what a Zargnut is, but I kind of want one. They sound like a delicious snack. See that that that's the part about going to space they never talk about what amazing alien munchies you could get while you were there. Like you ever tried Martian Doritos, man? They blow out of the water regular Earth Doritos. So I wouldn't mind trying that fruit from uh, Guardians mm. 2. Mm. As long as it's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if it's not it, if it's not ready, no. It's not even worth it. It's like a Duran. You open it up, it just smells like an open sewer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come to the Comic Multiverse commentaries for all your Duran jokes. Again, talking about more characters added to the body count here, we even add the Collector as well. Well, it's ambiguous whether he actually dies because all of this is actually, like, because the reality stone right so was he even here we don't know yeah or yeah like where is he because we don't see his dead body or anything no you can't kill benicio del toro Uh, and if you know one he'll just go on over to star wars (laughs) he's too powerful benicio del toro you can't kill him he's only using a fraction of his power Also, realistically, too, because he is one of the elders of the universe, keeping with comic lore, an elder of the universe is immortal so long as they're keeping up with his hobby. So as long as he keeps collecting, he's good. As Talking long as... of that, like, uh, I would love to have seen a scene in this film with uh, the Grandmaster versus oh. Thanos. Oh, just Jeff yeah. Goldblum just hamming it up. Like, that would oh, be yeah. fantastic. You know they got to build up to that. I mean, con- you know, like another contest of champions, I feel, has to be a thing. You know, have the collector versus the grandmaster. <laughs> Maybe even bring in the challenger or champion of the universe. Those are fun elders of the universe. Oh. <laughs> Where's Howard the Duck when you need him? He's on Contraxia. With all them fine robot hookers. Yeah, contracting something. Yeah, really. Yeah. Boy, did they name that planet right. <laughs> Aha, I got you. Ironic death with your own knife. <laughs> I killed you with your prostitute knife. <laughs> yeah. 
and thus the circle is complete. <laughs> nah, you got you got Josh Brolin, son. Also, too, I wonder if they'll ever work in Thanos's biological son Thane at any point. Maybe. Then again, I'm reminded that he's like half inhuman, and they yeah. probably want us to get inhumans ever existed well they want us to forget inhumans until they make something new with the inhumans yeah something new and good with inhumans well movie's over everybody we did it <laughs> time to go home everyone yeah boy that was a short one <laughs> see even del toro's happy <laughs> in only a way del toro can be happy which yep. is being a weirdo. <laughs> yep. So. Surprise, motherfucker. It was all an illusion. <laughs> you played yourself, Guardians. I love that. I, th I thought that was such a cool reveal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this movie is just visually stunning. Especially in Blu-ray. Mm. Hey. I'm already playing with all the cheats turned on. <laughs> yeah, does this mean that, like, trophies are deactivated? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got the power he glove. Can't, and he it's can't so platinum bad. the universe. No, 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 you can't go online, because that would just break the meta. Oh, no. Again, this is another really cool thing, because uh, when Thanos uses the gauntlet in the comics, he does this to... Oh, who's he do it to? He does the, the exact same thing that happened to Drax and Mantis to two other characters. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the worst version of meeting your girlfriend's dad ever. <laughs> Especially because he's he turned out to be grimace. Yeah, really. Don't don't make fun of my nutsack chin. <laughs> you see, Thanos, he just went around adopting the most colorful children possible. Gamora was green, Nebula was blue, all the other children were different colors of the rainbow. He was just starting his own Burger King Kids Club. Another thing why Thanos is so effective as a villain is that not only do his powers let him break the very rules of the universe, but his very presence kind of breaks the entire, you know, story structure we've seen of Marvel movies where that is usually, hey, did you did you learn a lesson about yourself? Did you push yourself to on some kind of uncomfortable area and, you know, uh, overcome uh, a problem? Well, usually if you did that in any other Marvel movie, that means you get to win the day and everything works out. But here, he even robs Peter Quill of that moment right here. Yeah, yeah. Cause... By proving, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By proving, yes, I can let go, I can be unselfish, but ha ha ha, fuck you, it was Bubbles. You learned your lesson and it still didn't matter. You grew as a character and I still win. I also like that because he did that, because Peter did that, or was willing to do that, Thanos has, like, a respect for him now. Yeah, 
Yeah, because you now you are like me. No, the all is lost moment, which we have like several times throughout this movie. <laughs> it's pretty much the entire movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's one giant all is lost. This whole movie is one giant third act. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a series of all of all is lost moments leading to an all it's lost moment. A really lost moment. It's the same thing that The Last Jedi did, except not quite as effectively. And I like that movie, too. I actually quite like it, but there, there are some dumb moments in that movie. We we talked about this on the last commentary that we quite enjoy. Tell t- tell you what, let let's all meet up and do Last Jedi again before <laughs> Rise of Skywalker comes out this Christmas. <laughs> Now, this moment here I love because we get to see Thunderbolt Ross again, but it's also ever so slightly disappointing because Banner is literally hiding out in the other room and doesn't come in until after Thunderbolt Ross leaves. Hey, I would as well. You know, the guy, like, wants to hunt him down. He's probably been hunting him for the better part of, like, 10, 15 years. So. Uh, and where's that <laughs> Banner who fucked my daughter? God, I hate him more than anything, and because I can't screw with him, I'm screwing with the whole superhero community. He probably could come out, though, because he'd probably just be like, who's that? Like, last time I saw Banner, he looked like Ed Norton. <laughs> exactly. You yeah, wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> Thunderbolt Ross is the only one who knows the difference. <laughs> God, I, I hate Banner so much, I'm going to shoot myself up with gamma radiation and become a Red Hulk. That'll show him. It still does make me laugh, though, how people say that the Incredible Hulk has just basically been ignored by Marvel since that movie came out. But the fact that he's even in this movie and Civil War, like, oh, yeah. it basically goes to disprove that. The fact that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. keeps mentioning the Abomination in, like, once a season. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get him out of the, out of Deep Freeze one of these days. Hey, guys, is that jerk Ross gone yet? Can I come out now? <laughs> I like to imagine he was just hiding in a closet waiting for him to go away. <laughs> hiding under some coats. He can't find me if I'm under these coats. <laughs> also, I found some mints in the coats while I was in the closet. Where's Clint getting ready for a bigger part in the sequel? <laughs> I like this banner getting caught up. It's like, there's Ant-Man and Spider-Man. Together? What? <laughs> That's just too many bug people. And yet they mention Ant-Man there, but don't actually call on him to help. Yeah, they, nah. they mentioned that he's... um Under house he, arrest. Him and Clint took, oh. the, took the deal with the government and to be with their families. So yeah, they wouldn't want to involve him anyway because of that. For more on Ant-Man, see Ant-Man and the Wasp, the next big Marvel movie. <laughs> Just wait till Endgame when that plan for Ant-Man to go up inside Thanos' butthole comes to fruition. Which, you know, I think is personally silly because as Matt and I have been saying forever, the real the real gambit is for Ant-Man to shrink down, swim up inside your dickhole and punch you from the inside. That's, <laughs> that's where the real money is. Did you guys see that... Um fan comic thing it's um basically thanos appears in ant-man like before ant-man just goes by the way you know that titans don't have a butthole we just have like <laughs> another chin <laughs> i did not see that actually 
<laughs> Someone says to him, like, is that true? He's like, no, but every time they get a little bit of hope, I just like to crush it. <laughs> Again, you gotta swim up the dickhole like a Kandiru fish. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> Also, a very important thing to state that, no, we, we can still have vision even when we're done with this whole stone plot, we promise. Yeah, they'll just put in, that, like, that solar gem thing that he has in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, look like looks like America isn't going to be much help here. Let's go to the America of Africa, Wakanda. <laughs> the America of Africa. Yeah. This walled off nation. <laughs> uh, I, I like to think Steve just says that no matter where he goes. Ah, yes. Now let us go to the America of North America, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere he goes is the America of somewhere. Yes. Uh, let, uh, Tony's on the America of space, Titan. Titan, also known as America. Ah, uh, yes. We must find the White Wolf, Geralt of Rivia, now nah, Bucky Barnes of Brooklyn. Eh, good enough. Wake the white wolf. You know, guys, I really could have used this sick-ass new arm when I was loading that hay not <laughs> yeah, five like, minutes ago. You've had ago. this arm for how long? I've been loading these carts and everything with one arm? What the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm right-handed. I've learned to do everything with the left. You know how weird jacking it's been? <laughs> And you had the robot arm? Oh, it has a jacking setting. We thought of everything. We are a scientific nation, after all. Oh, you don't say. Man, every Nemo looks so cool. Boy, does he ever. Who voices him? I recognize his voice, but I can't place who I, it is. I I originally thought it was the guy who play who plays like the new um, Q in the James Bond films, but it, it's not. Oh. It's it's some just some voice actor guy. Right. Sounds very familiar. Tom Kenny, it's SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think all the Black Order are actually pretty interesting in their voice actors. Where you're like, oh, really? It's them. A loyal piece of outerwear. <laughs> Man, Tom Holland's great. And the fact that he can hold his own as such a young actor with all these other much more seasoned veterans, I think is a great, great indicator of how talented he is and what a good career he'll probably have. Yeah, I ho I hope after Far From Home, which is apparently the final Spider-Man film in the whole Marvel Studios deal, they actually just re-up the contract and give him more. Oh, you know they will. It's Spider-Man. They'd be silly not to. I say that, but it's Sony as well. If anyone can find a way to fuck it up, it'll be Sony. Like, no, we'll make it in continuity, but we'll make the films from now on. <laughs> that should be on their business card there. Sony, we could fuck up a pot of coffee. Sony, we don't know how it's fucked up yet, but we'll do it. 
oh, did we talk over the line too, where uh, Peter Parker, as as peak millennial, says, "So you know, in that old movie, Aliens," <laughs> which is wrong as well. It should be Alien, not Aliens. The alien yeah. doesn't get sucked out of a spaceship in Aliens. It doesn't. The yeah, Alien. You're wrong, yeah, Peter. Peter. You're a fake fan. Yeah, p- <laughs> Peter, you goddamn <laughs> fake geek boy. <laughs> To be honest, I probably would have got that wrong as well, though. I don't think I've seen Alien or Aliens since I was, like, 12 years old. Oh, man, they're so great films. The second one I remember liking more than the first, but... How how funny is it, too, to hear Spider-Man make reference to a James Cameron movie when James Cameron was supposed to make a Spider-Man movie there for a couple <laughs> years? Thank God he didn't, though. Yeah. God, that why, I would have loved to have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Duck Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly not just as doc ock but he keeps referring to himself as spider-man in that script as yeah, well yeah i would love to hear arnold deliver the line though like you're not the real spider-man i'm i'm the real spider-man i'm going to crash you with my arms now <laughs> I like to imagine that the Arnold Schwarzenegger version of Doc Ock would just have, like, giant bicep octopus arms. Like, four extra arms. Yeah, but they're all, like, Arnold's arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a superhero girly man, and I'm going to crush you now. Puppy dying is, like, coming. Yeah, Ooh, being a super villain, it's like calming every day. I calm, I, I calm. I fight Spider Man, and I calm. It's great. <laughs> Pumping iron is crazy, everybody. So I still haven't actually watched that documentary. I oh, it's great. It's great. There's a great scene in it where like Arnold is like psyching out. Uh, was it Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, yeah. Talk about a superhero connection, the original live-action Hulk. Yeah, that's the wizard's code right there. <laughs> hey, fuck all of you. I'm saving the stone. <laughs> I've got magic. Ooh. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> really, you I, just I, gotta. I was just gonna say, like, did, did it annoy you guys as much as it annoyed me when people were saying, oh, so Peter's an Avenger that, that easily now? Like, even though he turned it down at the end of his own movie, like. Different circumstances. They're on a ship heading Very. to an unknown planet. <laughs> They're not standing uh, in the fucking Avengers headquarters. <laughs> uh, uh, also, I mean, I'm sure most people just assume joining the Avengers is like joining a gang. You got to get jumped in for like 30 minutes. Everyone gets to kick the crap out of you. <laughs> also, now or, that you know. also now he did that just to like cover his ass so, his t- so his, uh, Peter wouldn't sue him if he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but by becoming an Avenger, you agree to waive all rights to sue me. Now and forever till the end of time. It's annoying, though. I kept seeing comments like that saying, oh, so the Iron Spider suit was always in Peter's suit in Homecoming. It's like, no, did you miss that bit where 
like Stark launched the Iron Spider suit at Peter as he was falling from that spaceship. One I thing, saw that. Oh, that, that really pissed me off. What one thing that I am disappointed that it wasn't isn't the holdover from Homecoming is we didn't get any Karen. No, which is a shame because Jennifer Connelly's always good. Because, yeah, I know, right? The, needs more Connolly. I say that when I watch any movie. Needs more Connolly. This uh, this bit is great, too. I think this is the moment where Thanos really takes up a level from being, like, a pretty good villain to being, like, a pretty great comic mm -hmm. book movie villain because they learned the lesson with him that they learned with Killmonger, and that is how, how do you create sympathy for a villain? Oh, have your villain cry. <laughs> it helps a lot actually and it really disarms the audience in movies like this where it's like well he's getting really emotional holy crap I don't know what to do with this I know it hasn't come up yet but how good was it when you first saw this movie to see Red Skull again oh amazing completely like, if... like I had no idea that was happening I knew we were going to get a character that was going to be like a stonekeeper but I thought mm. they were like, oh, this is how they're going to, like, introduce Mephisto. Or something mm. like that. Mephisto, who obviously was a big part of the other Infinity storylines from the comics. Also, too, really lets Josh Brolin show his level of acting here, being like a shitty, abusive, gaslighting parent here, being like, and you can see how it's all your fault, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how I'm completely blameless, yes. <laughs> Yeah, if you weren't such a shitty child, I wouldn't have been a shitty father. Yeah, really. It's, it's really your fault. Oh, piss and moan, piss and moan. It's like nothing I ever do has been good enough for you since I killed your parents and kidnapped you. Yeah. Jeez, you act like genocide of your whole planet, like, affected you or something. Like, jeez, get I, over I, it. I slave all day and night over a hot infinity gauntlet, and this is the thanks I get. <laughs> But at least you're better than your sister. <laughs> Man, what a what an interesting journey Nebula has been on to from being a villain to, you know, actually getting a lot of sympathy into to here getting even more sympathy. <laughs> mm. And becoming like a hero. Yeah. It looks like it's gonna be her and Tony for that next one. This is kind of fucked up. You know, it's very fucked up, especially for like a summer blockbuster, take your kids to it. But again, too, hey, robots, you can be as brutal as you want to robots. Is that actually Karen Gillan? Good question. I, swear I, her... I think it is. I think I saw something like behind the scenes where like she was in like a rig for that. Hmm. Didn't quite look like her in the face. Well, CGI and makeup and shit. So. Yeah. yeah. really nebula you got you got to film every conversation in your memory banks you can't can't go back and delete some of them what's what's this nebula in your brain you also have the entire first season of letter kenny you kept that <laughs> fake news fake news is dr Twice. yeah right yeah yeah deep fakes they're all Those deep pesky fakes. Cree, uh, colluded 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what happened. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Flashbacks to Discovery Season 2, Star Trek. Because <laughs> you have the character looks slightly like Nebula, deleting her memories that aren't needed. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, if only, if only Nebula could do the exact same things. Or Isaac from the Orville, which is the thing Joel watches. The Orville was fantastic. It is, isn't it? Like, isn't it shocking? Like, a thing that started as like a dick joke comedy parody of Star Trek has become like there's less and less jokes every week, and it's just a really good science fiction show. It, it's it's even weirder as well with that show because like it happened a few weeks ago. We had like Jonathan Frakes direct an episode, and then like the yeah. week after his episode of star trek discovery ed it's crazy it's so strange i i like isn't it the... cool though how uh, marina Sirtis showed up in the orville yeah <laughs> like keep having star trek like actors turn up like not even to mention that cisco's wife from ds9 from the last few seasons is like one of the main characters on the show oh is she, she she's the doctor Oh, see, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm just re-watching now, and as I got to season, like, about halfway through season three, I was like, holy shit, that's her. Then I was, like, looking into it. It's like, oh, shit, she, like, she's Cisco's ongoing love interest for, like, the entire rest of the show. <laughs> He's been dead. You wanted to be captain. This is Captain Judy's. I, I do like that uh, Rocket trying really, really hard to be empathetic and be a sympathetic ear, but it's hard for him. <laughs> One thing I can't go over in this movie is just, like, seriously, how incredible to, like, the fully CG characters look in these movies mm, now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you look back at like the beginning of the MCU whenever they had a full CG thing like to now it's just oh it's incredible it's completely different and also credit to the actors who were able to act in a moat across from what we know is nothing yeah or 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 a Sean Gunn in like a in like one of those gray pajama suits with the ping pong balls on it (laughs) was was Sean Gunn Rocket in these scenes too, or is that only in the Guardians movies? Does he get to pull double duty? Um, I assume he did it in this. Yeah, I know they did also have like, like an actual like a rocket maquette made up as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to I see. Just the, the, I'd love to see the plates of this where like we got Chris Hemsworth here like crying and stuff and there's like a stuffed raccoon just sitting in the chair yeah, next to him. <laughs> what an amazing actor. I know that they had a um, stand-in actor for Groot, so I assume they did for Rocket as well. Here, Thor, take my AIDS eye. Yeah, really, you don't know where it came from. <laughs> Also, what a great organic way to explain how Chris Hemsworth can get two eyes again for the rest of the series. I kind of wish he kept the, the, the eye patch. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And with no Odin, too, you know, he's Thor one eye. <laughs> I 
<laughs> he was gonna say ass, children. <laughs> he snuck it up Thanos' ass. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where everything goes. It's a happening place. That's that, that's where half the universe, when he uh, uh, snaps it away, that, that's where it all goes, in case you were wondering. I do love, though, how the entire internet has sort of taken the idea of Ant-Man going up Thanos' ass and just run with it, like... Oh, yeah. That, that idea was, like, put forward, like, everybody was just like, yes, this needs to happen. Which, which again, because Matt and I have been running with dickhole for the whole time, should we have started with butthole? Was dickhole too dirty? <laughs> I think butthole was funnier. I guess. Could could we have been meme lords in our day if we had only picked the right <laughs> orifice? Ah, yes, the space dwarves of space. <laughs> the space dwarves that are actually giants. Yeah. Which, play man, play by a about... real dwarf. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Peter Dinklage finally gets to be big in something, and he's still called a dwarf. <laughs> I wonder how they filmed this, like filmed Likewise. him like being big, because like they have to obviously react to him being big or anything. It's like that actually, like Peter Dinklage actually is that big. They just use force exactly. perspective in Game of Thrones and everything else he's in. <laughs> that's that, that's the greatest secret in Hollywood. Uh, Peter Dinklage is actually eight foot eight, but none of us are allowed to know. See, if he was a tall actor, he wouldn't be as interesting. Peter Jackson is in charge of all these forced perspective stuff. Always looks really good, doesn't it? It's funny. Before I saw the film, people were saying that people kept referring to giant peter dinklage i just thought they were being assholes yeah really me too <laughs> they're like oh, oh. oh that's fantastic it's like big luke from the star wars movies <laughs> i do wonder though how odin had a fake infinity gauntlet if he only made the yeah. one yeah i always like the idea that it's because it's a glove I just always liked the idea that there were it two of them because one. gloves come in pairs of two. Yeah. It's just how they work, one for each well, hand. That, well, that was the one The one in, in the Odin Vault is the other hand to the one that Thanos has, but, like, it's obviously not real or anything. Yeah, one's a yeah, left. Yeah, throws it aside or something. It's like everything in here is fake. Yeah, the, the gauntlet business is the first real one where you can kind of point a finger to and be like, ooh, you guys didn't plan far enough ahead. You guys didn't know what you were doing here. <laughs> well, I always but even like when, you, when you first saw it in, like, the first Thor film or something, I took that as just like, oh, it's just, like, a nod. A fun cameo. Yeah, because it was way in the background. But then it got to the point where it's like, oh, people are actually really paying attention to this. I guess everything has to matter now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just can't I mean, put they, shit they in willy-nilly. They should have just stuck with the explanation that, yeah, there is two Infinity Gauntlets. Like, they're gloves. There's one for each hand. Like, it, it would have been so easy just to say, like, that's the explanation. Just deal with it. It they, did they lead did to the a... Same, they did the same thing with Torchwood. Like, in the early seasons, there was some resurrection gauntlet, and... Mm. They destroyed one, and then like, another one shows up. It's like, how is this thing still around? It's like they're gloves. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> how how very British. I I I did think it led to a funny joke though with Hella being like, oh yeah, this one's super fake. 
<laughs> I, I did like that moment. <laughs> Odin, just some tacky freaking uh, antiques collector who proudly displays fakes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the eBay listing said it was real. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, 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 you have a certificate uh, uh, of authenticity and everything. Uh, Odin, all your autograph, or all your autographs are auto pens. Fuck off, they are. That uh, that actually happened to me one time. I could have gotten an Avengers poster, and they're like, "Oh, it's signed by all the actors from the movie." And I'm like, "Is it really? Is it really their signatures, though?" Mm-hmm. Well, they're auto pens of their signatures, so it's not really their signatures. Then, okay, I don't want it then. <laughs> I've got to admit, though, like I'd, I'd always regretted never actually going to get Stanley to sign an autograph when he was alive. Like the one yeah. time that he came to London, I am tempted just to find his autograph online and get a tattoo oh. of it. Like even though he never oh, yeah. signed it himself. Oh, like, you could do that incredibly easily. No, I don't think so. Especially because Stanley, when he was alive and had his wits with him, said, "You know, I, I tried very hard to make my uh, signature completely worthless by signing everything they put in front of me." Where <laughs> mm-hmm. sure, I'm like, "That's fair, man. I can respect that." And I mean, the dude probably did more comic cons than anyone in history, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised no one's actually crunched the numbers of how many comic cons he did because I'd actually really like to hear that number. Yeah, I just couldn't afford to get him to sign anything. Like, I think to get a photo yeah. was something like seventy it, pounds. It was like to get him to sign ridiculous. something thirty pounds. I just didn't have that money. Likewise, yeah, I, I always like the idea of getting something signed. Then I get there and I'm like, hmm. I managed to get something signed by him, but yeah, it's it's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Like I I forget what Mark Hamill wanted, like something like almost like two hundred. I'm like, yeah, I like you, Mark, yeah. but not that much. <laughs> I will. That's, I will enjoy your work from afar. That's why I appreciated when I met Marv Wolfman, and I yeah. got him to sign an issue from uh, Convergence. It was um, something that ties into Crisis on Infinite Earths. And yeah, yeah. Like the first signature was free, so I was just like, "That's that's amazing. Thank yeah. you." <laughs> There's loads of artists though that and writers that do that now. It's like I think Dan Slot I saw on Twitter earlier today. Like he'll sign the first five things you bring in for free. After that, he'll start charging. But five things like that's pretty generous. Well, funny thing, Dan Slot. That's only a new rule he instated recently because there used to be a time when Dan Slot would sign anything you had. The problem he ran into, he said, is that some people would be showing up with entire runs that he did of like sixty plus <laughs> issues. Oh wow! Yeah. And it's he's like, enough. you have to instigate a rule at that point, don't you? Yeah, and he's like, all right, this is hurting my wrist too much. <laughs> yeah. It's nice until someone decides Abuses they're going to take, it, yeah. take that, advantage. Yeah, there's always one asshole who ruins it for everybody. <laughs> Pretty much. A new hammer, one to rule them all. And it makes me wonder why, why like, so Thor's gotten, got had Mjolnir and everything, yeah. and, but, like, Stormbreaker kind of seems like the better weapon. Yeah. Like, because, like, not only is it, like, made of Uru, it does basically everything uh, Mjolnir does, but it can also call the Bifrost. Like, he can access the yep. Bifrost. He doesn't need Heimdall or anything anymore. Yeah. Mm. Plus, it's got a blade. Like, it can yeah, cut too. things. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's basically a maul, not a hammer, for those who know their D and D weapons. 
hilarious too you know i talk about the fact that thanos just by his very entrance into the movie like even messes up people's character stuff where it's like hey thor remember you spent the whole last movie learning that you didn't need the hammer that you know you were a god by your own right well guess what thanos shows up and it's such a big deal you better go get a new hammer (laughs) he went up against him without it and got his ass kicked so boy did he threw him out into space (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, he, he learned mighty quick. All right, maybe I do need a hammer. But then again, he didn't actually try to use like his lightning powers in that fight. Not that we know of. The fight was already over by the time we showed up. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't have time. Possibly. Let's face it as well. If the Hulk got his ass handed to him that quickly, like <laughs> yeah, with, with, with the power dynamics as we know them. Yeah. God damn, I love the Guardians interacting with the Iron Man. It's really good. <laughs> I do like the Endgame Iron Man armor, but I've, I've got to admit, the Infinity War armor is easily my favorite. It's pretty cool. I just, it's pretty cool. I just love the way it looks. I just like that it's getting closer and closer to like the comic book where the Iron Man armor just looks like mus- like musculature. Mm-hmm. And it just it looks like muscles. It looks... Yeah, well, that's like yeah. in the in the end, in end game, he's got like that. The, the suit looks like his his original armor with the like the yellow arms and legs, and it looks like they've um they've tried to mold those like how you said like those muscular looks to it, where the armor itself was like muscular. You know, in all these alternate futures that Doctor Strange saw, surely one of those futures did indeed involve Ant-Man flying up Thanos' butt <laughs> to save everyone. That's the one that, like, almost worked. But then, yeah. But, but then, like, Thanos, I don't know, clenched or something. I would, <laughs> love, I would love to see some of those alternate futures. Ah, yes, I saw one where we had a dance battle and one where we all wore cowboy hats. <laughs> Oh, Volmir. Mm-hmm. Creepy-ass Volmir. Again, reminds me of Berserk, That's that eclipsed sun. It does, doesn't it? Oh, my God. Thanos is basically Griffith here, you know? <laughs> Sacrifice the person you love to the god hand. And you too, Thanos, will be king. I just love that they finally paid off, like, what happened to Red Skull. Like, it's just... really nice. Like, it's, it's about time. Like, how long has it been? Like between First Avenger and this, uh, almost a decade. Yeah, probably about eight or nine years. Hmm. I'm almost glad that Hugo Weaving refused to return to the role yeah. because if he had, we wouldn't have got the, like this awesome scene. Indeed. Hey, the guy they got doing it, it does a fantastic kind of impression of him, but an impression of Hugo Weaving doing his Red Skull. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, you wouldn't be, you know, uh, begrudged for thinking it was him. Oh, I, I, thought, I, I thought, thought it was. was. I thought it was. I'm like, oh, well, they got him back. Yeah, they, the guy that plays him, uh, Ross Marquand, apparently he does, like, really good impressions. Like, he's, mm. he's an actor. He was in, like, The Walking Dead or something. But he, mm-hmm. But, like, his impressions are apparently really, really good. Also means Red Skull is back, and because he's done his job here now, we can actually get him back as a villain again. I wonder if we will. I, I oh, doubt. Nah. 
Especially Hi. if rumours true that Chris Evans is leaving after Endgame. Hey, who says he has to fight Chris Evans? I could still very much see him fight Falcon or Winter Soldier. Yeah, he could, but it'd be a hell of a lot less personal. Yeah. I'm sure I, they could I make it I need to work. see them meet one last time. Like, they have yeah. to. That's the one downside to this scene, is the fact that Chris Evans as Captain America isn't there. But then he would have no reason to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you know, I, I think having a Nazi supervillain would make a lot of sense in a day and age where Nazis are acting a fool again in the real world. It would not seem cartoonish at all. Well, see, it's still kind of sad that the villain in uh, Winter Soldier, um, Robert Redford, mm -hmm. didn't turn out to actually be a disguised Red Skull. Uh, like, that was a great twist. Yeah. M much like the comics, you kept waiting for the moment where he tore off his face like, ah, it was me all along. Yeah, Especially yeah. when you set up, like, like... Black Widow does the exact same thing in that scene where she disguises yeah. herself as the senator lady. Yeah. You're, you're talking about like him coming back as like a Hydra. I don't think he would because I think like coming off this, like he's kind of moved on, moved on from like what I met, what I assume would like he would call like petty things, like right. like like being a Nazi or a Hydra. Like he he's seen there's a bit more to the universe than than that. I'm a space god now. Yeah, so he'd be like a space Nazi. Yeah, from space. Use the bailet, Thanos. Use the crimson bailet. Get your wish. <laughs> yeah, the gauntlet's gonna grow like eyes and a mouth and start, <laughs> start screaming at him. And yeah. <laughs> This is me poking holes in your plan and why it's stupid and why you're crazy. <laughs> you get nothing. No, you, you stole fizzy lifting drink, Thanos. Now, good day. <laughs> good day, sir. <laughs> When's Gene Wilder going to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the question. <laughs> Again, letting the villain cry. He crying. Yeah. What a what a bold move that pays off for both this and Black Panther. Showing that your villains can have a range of emotions, not just anger and aggression. I also like that. Just, just in, it happens in a bit, but like, Gamora will just like kill herself. Yeah. Or like try and kill herself. Mm hmm Man the we haven't talked about it much, but man, the music is really good in this too, isn't it? Especially in this scene. Yeah. Ellen Silvestri coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well He's a, such an underrated composer. Mm. Great uh great reprise of themes too like when captain america showed up earlier on in the movie we get the reprise of the themes mm. i was just i just re-watched back to the future earlier today and just i think Sylvester's music is just fantastic oh yeah instantly iconic yeah
<laughs> that thousand yard stare. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, she died. And bleeds green, which I never really noticed when I wasn't watching the Blu-ray version. Yeah, that's the first time I noticed that as well. Great big green blood splat. Yeah, which is fine. We can still keep it PG. So long as you don't bleed red. <laughs> which is funny because they did Thanos and like obviously his blood's like purple and everything. But like in the right light, you could think it was red. Yeah. And now we go to the space between spaces. The soul world. Yeah. It's really cool. I love that, like, he's in water, but, like, the reflection makes it look like he's in, like, a nebula mm -hmm. sort of space. That's pretty cool. Man, that's a lot of work to get that damn soul stone. <laughs> It's amazing how quickly he gets the last few stones because yeah. <laughs> you just have to wonder if he's just like kicking himself and not starting with those ones. Yeah, really. <laughs> it would make finding the other ones like so much quicker. <laughs> Bet my job would have been easier. Mm. Yeah, well, and as well, like he never wanted to do it himself. He wanted everyone else to do it for him, but everyone it's fucking true. failed him. <laughs> so yeah, he, he had just started. Fine, I'll just do well, it myself. <laughs> Well, that was even the post-credit there. Well, I guess yeah. I'll just have to do it myself. Again, too, talking about kings who are having a terrible week. So as we as we talked about in the Black Panther commentary, Matt, T'Challa was only king for a few days when he had to stop an uprising by, like, you know, his evil uh, cousin mm. there that he didn't know about, which means he probably had to court-martial and imprison a bunch of people who backed... Uh, Killmonger, and now, not long after that, the superhero community chooses to use his country as the staging ground for a superhero battle at Helm's Deep. <laughs> so he's just having a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> to which even when Okoye says, you know, when uh, when you said opening up the country, I thought we were going to get, like, I don't know, the Olympics or a Starbucks or something. <laughs> but no. Man, how would the Olympics work with, like, Wakanda or anything? Because, like, like, They're all I, superhuman. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 how would everything. that, like, work? It's like, oh, you've been on them heart-shaped herb steroids, have you? Yeah, really, T'Challa could not compete. Okay, look, we're adding... How would you adding... test for that as well? Uh, well, your piss is bright purple, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it, it cured my glaucoma, so, you know, I'm pretty sure you can't compete. Some of it splashed on me and it cured my cancer. <laughs> yeah, really. Which, on one hand, thank you, but on the other hand, I'm sure this is a prohibited substance. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we missed it there, but there was that line that everyone would seem to be bothered by uh, from Shuri to, um, to Banner about doing his best to help Vision. I'm just like, well, first, like, the line doesn't make sense to me because they weren't the ones who created vision right that was ultron ultron was so like he didn't have any part in like whatever she was talking about yeah they made it sound like they built them i i just put it off as like oh banner doesn't want anyone to know like he created ultron and ultron created this robot right right i like that i suppose he's made of um vibranium though so 
Yeah, they I have some connection to him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Even if it's tiny connection, but tangential, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a retcon because Age of Ultron was. I I liked it, but let's face it, it was a little bit of a disappointment. It's not Iron Man two levels disappointing, but. Yeah. It's better retroactively because they actually mm. build so much off of uh, yeah. off uh, Age of Ultron. Well, see, even like Iron Man Two is better retroactively because you got all that stuff that was built up from like Winter Soldier with that senator mm. and mm. Uh, like gives like a little bit of extra reason why like what was happening to Tony was happening. Yeah, mm. I, I guess that's the thing when it comes to these uh, Marvel movies now, where it's like you can really only compare them to each other in the greater scheme of things, and yeah. some actually do rise and fall. See, I'm just hoping they bring back Sam Rockwell. As oh, well. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be too fun. I know they did kind of for a cameo in that All Hail the King. Yeah, which was really shot. good. That was great. That's easily my favorite one shot, but Same. I wish they'd bring him back for a bit more. Uh, heck, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, that Walton Goggins character, I'm like, okay, you're really good, but man, you should have been Sam Rockwell. Yeah, this this feels like it should have been Justin Hammer. Mm. It would have been even more funny because it's like, ah, oh, even after all these years, he's still trying to one-up Tony Stark. Absolutely. <laughs> and the fact that even Ant-Man gets the best of him, showing yeah. that he is a poor man's poor man Stark. And I say that as someone who really likes Walton Goggins, too. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a great yeah. actor. I really liked him in Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. Like, yeah. He was definitely one of the better parts of that movie, which mm. I, I like the movie, but it is a bit forgettable. I mean, the Ant-Man movies have basically set up their place now as the palate cleansers for the big movies like this. Yeah, I, 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 I sort of feel, though, Ant with Ant-Man and the Wasp, that some of the stuff in there is going to come back in Endgame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You better have seen it. I do still think Ant-Man 1 is far superior, but so much better. I mean, they are basically two different types of animals. I did like that Lawrence Fishburne was in it as well. Like, I, I would yeah. watch him in anything. He is good, and I do like that he is, uh, what is it, he is Goliath. Did you see that interview he did recently where he said um, if he can play any character in the Marvel Universe, like he wants to be Galactus for when they finally do Fantastic Four? I'm fine with that. I'd be fine with it because that would that. be like a, like a, like a, the circle is complete because he voiced the Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah, that would be fantastic. Here's hoping that finally happens one day. Oh, this is just adorable. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the suit that kicked my ass. <laughs> I, could be sure, I still do actually, I do like the Fantastic Four movies, those two. Like, I don't like, obviously, Fan Four Stick, that was just terrible. Naturally. But I actually quite like the first one. You kind of gotta like it because it's the only one. It's that or the core, uh, the Corbin ones. Yeah, but I mean, Rise of the Silver Surfer wasn't as good, but it was still enjoyable. Like they are a product of their time. Boy, yeah. are they! They definitely feel like they would have easily fit in with Phase One of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like they're a similar sort of tone. They've got the comedy. They've got the action. Hey, M'Baku, I'm glad we buried the hatchet with you so you could come and be a part of this. 
Hey, don't be touching my shield. Don't be touching my energy shield. You kids get off my lawn. Uh, yep, yeah, getting through this wall. Mm -mm. Make Wakanda great again. <laughs> Look, we're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're no, going to let won't. you illegal aliens in. <laughs> <laughs> Says Black Panther. <laughs> We must open our borders and help everyone who needs it. Well, okay, maybe not these murderous aliens, though. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is great. The things that uh, open up, like, the mindless ones. Our, our our henchmen, putty patrol, our army for the movie. The Outriders. Another thing from the comics. Indeed, which I was happy to see them here. D didn't this movie come out and then weren't they like in a comic like the next week? And it's like, man, they haven't used these guys in forever. Why are they here? Oh, because the movie. I think they might have been in the Black Water. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but I want to join in. <laughs> Is it cultural appropriation if I join you in the war chant? <laughs> Because if it's just for the Wakandans, I understand. <laughs> oh, look, they're like moss going to a, to a light bulb. And again, because they're aliens and not humans, you can, like, cut them up and they can Absolutely. bleed. Absolutely. You can be more violent with it. Yeah, you, you cut a human in half by the waist, like, <laughs> you're pretty much going to get an R rating. All right, shield benders over here. <laughs> Magic spear guys in the back. <laughs> Get Bucky the biggest fucking gun we can find. I that he's, that... he's still using the gun from Civil War, which was originally uh, Black Widow's. Yeah. I, I like, too, that's such, like, a big gun that, like, feels like it would feel very much at home in, like, a Rob Liefeld book. Like, he, like, a little tear came from his eye when he saw that movie. <laughs> I love how, I, I love how big that gun is. <laughs> Just need some pouches attached to it. Yeah, put some pouches. For extra ammo. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> sure. We open the borders to everyone. Now, now, did you have to open it so much, Black Panther? Could you have just opened the shield, like, I don't know, like as much as a garage door so they'd all have to, like, uh, you know, scoot to get under it? <laughs> yeah, bottleneck them. There you go. Or maybe big a, d dig a big comedy Looney Tunes hole in front of them so they all fall <laughs> in the hole. Just saying. See, if they just had a little bit more time to prepare, they could have, like, planted a load of landmines and just oh, yeah. directed them so as soon as they run through, they just all get blown to pieces. Or or they could uh, steal the uh, plan from Braveheart and they could cover, like, the front of the field in gasoline then shoot some flaming arrows at it and burn <laughs> them up. Or steal the other plan from Braveheart and moon the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that would have worked. Till they can take no more and surrender. Oh, no, wait, these monsters have no eyes. Ah, shit. <laughs> well, there goes my mooning ploy. <laughs> Captain America, how can he be more badass than one shield? What about two shields that are also gauntlets? 
yeah, hey, Black Panther, can you give me some time? I'm still troubleshooting Vision over here. I got to watch some YouTube tutorials. <laughs> yeah, got to update okay. his drivers and everything. It's, I got to reboot. And... I, I mean, I don't want to have to restart Vision in safe mode, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> now, Vision, you will lose all your bookmarks. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Also, who's been mining for Bitcoin on Vision? Seriously. <laughs> now, this moment here is great, too, for Thor, because this feels like, you know, Trials of Hercules, like some real kind of mythological yeah. shit. The, oh, and he absorbed the whole power of a star because he was so tough. That's the thing. Like, he's the strongest Avenger. Yeah. And, like, there's no, like, can't really beat that. It's working. It's working. Dinklage is pleased. Since you said it's working, it's working. All I can picture is Jake Lloyd in this scene. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what I was going for. Quick Thor, <laughs> do a barrel roll. Judge Jax is holding the sun open and. <laughs> We are gonna die. <laughs> I care now, Groot. <laughs> I've been indifferent up until now. Yeah, shit's finally getting real enough. Yeah, really. It's be handy having like metal for hands now. You can just like pick. Like, kind yeah. of p pick up the hot, hot metal without burning yeah, don't, yourself. Don't need no gloves. Going to the bathroom will probably feel weird, but you know. Yeah. He's, Thanks, Thanos. You made my job easier. <laughs> yeah, bet Thanos didn't see that coming. Bet Thanos wish he killed him now. <laughs> also, Groot, here are other powers you did not know I had. <laughs> I can become a handle for the weapon. I have the power. I like how everyone like says like, "Oh, this proves that 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 Groot is worthy." I'm like, no. Stormbreaker That's doesn't Mjolnir. have Stormbreaker doesn't have the the spell on it. No. Yeah. But I yeah, think the only gonna... reason that the only reason the hammer can be picked up by anyone else is because Odin put that spell on it at the beginning of the first Thor movie. Yeah. yeah. Before but, that, I... anyone could have picked it up. But I think we can all agree, Groot would be worthy anyway, because Groot is Groot. Oh. <laughs> but would teenage Groot be worthy? Mm, he's yeah, a bit he's of a dick, a... he swears and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. he's a little self-obsessed, you're probably right. The old Groot from Guardians 1 definitely would have been. Yeah, the, the we are Groot and, you know, uh, saves his friends and all the lights and everything in there. That's that's definitely worthiest Groot. Yeah. Oh, maybe baby Groot would have been worthy as well. Like, maybe Groot was a little bit of a moron at times but he, he had a good heart yeah had scene, a good heart the scene in the fucking cinemas man oh yeah again the only thing we're missing here is more led zeppelin right here play my song and oh look my uh my armor has become the ultimate thor armor even more so than it already was completely fine with that it's such cool armor yeah right down to the six pauldrons on each side and everything Again, this is the moment from, you know, Lord of the Rings, the elves, the elves came to help us, Thor came. <laughs> the Asgards came to help us. 
And by that we mean one. One Asgardian yeah. Asgard came to help. calls for aid. <laughs> yeah. Do All the hands. others are pretty much dead, aren't they? So yeah. <laughs> they'll have Ever. to make do. Ugh, this is your home planet, Titan. What a shit <laughs> This is like the bad part of Titan. This is <laughs> the, bad, this is the one you don't know. <laughs> the Compton of Titan. It's like, almost don't... like killing half the population doesn't work. Yeah, it's like it was bad for it or something. But he didn't kill half the population of his planet. He wanted they to, but they, they... It's like Krypton. They, they doomed themselves. <laughs> Yeah, Rogelzar came and killed everybody. Mm. He's Roger Zerg, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> I know I've said it twice before already, but man, this movie is visually stunning. Sure is, especially shots like this. Like, people can't actually use the criticism that Marvel movies all look ugly after this. They will, but they shouldn't. They will, but they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And my father, Mentor, who was also my mentor. I like that you can see, like, his race in the background and, like, how they all look like normal people. But, like, uh... all I'm really getting from, like, because he, he mentions he looks different, obviously from the comics we know he's because of his mutation quote-unquote yeah yeah but like all i can think of is like he doesn't look all that different so i'm like i'm wondering if they just like picked on him because he decided to be like a gym bro yeah really <laughs> you know you that protein again huh <laughs> yeah west space wife beaters like he's doing now <laughs> and just like work out and everything like yeah this guy's a weirdo <laughs> he went through I just a real... imagine it was because like teenage thanos was like writing like depressing poetry and oh, yeah. Yeah, songs real, about killing half the population. Yeah. But that's why they hate him because he's like, this guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm in love with Jeff. Jeff talks to me. Yeah, sure, Thanos, whatever. <laughs> no, she's, she's like, a cool lady with a skull face. I just imagine him like insisting on like reading out his poetry in front of like a school assembly. Oh, you know he did that. And they're like, oh god, this purple guy. <laughs> Well, actually, again, to bring it back to Jason Aaron's Thanos Rising, you're you're not far off, Tom. That's what it was, is that they actually respected him because he was super smart, even though he didn't look like everyone else. They grew to hate and fear him because he was an asshole who started saying, maybe we should kill half the universe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm in love with death. Did you think about that? And like, maybe you're an asshole. Did you think <laughs> about that? He's just the emo kid, isn't he? He really is just the emo kid gone super wrong. Yeah, I just imagine if he hadn't shaved his head, like he would just have like the typical the emo haircut, like big. hair covering one eye. Oh yeah, big big Chris Gaines mop cut on him. <laughs> Dressed like My Chemical Romance. <laughs> you don't feel my pain. <laughs> oh, you know if you went through Thanos's closet, he'd have a bunch of My Chemical Romance shirts. <laughs> hey Thanos, what's with all this black eyeliner? I need it. Uh I said it before, and I and I said it on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. But like, I do like that Thanos basically took down the whole universe in what is essentially a wife beater. Like, yep. he's like some angry space New Yorker or something. <laughs> really, hey, I'm walking here, universe. <laughs> we we don't see much of his feet, but he's actually wearing space Crocs too. <laughs> under, so under this is boots. definitely Karen Gillan. Yeah, yeah. 
But earlier on, I swear that wasn't her. I remember that was a bone of contention, too, being like, why doesn't he wear his cool armor from the comics? And it's like, well, because he already has most of the stones. He doesn't need it. <laughs> Though from what we've seen in, uh, what is it, the trailers for Endgame, his armor does make a comeback, so I guess he will wear it again. Well, I guess I think he has to, because at the end, the stones are, are effectively broken. Like, the gauntlet Seeming. is all, like, fried and everything, so might not work properly. Yeah. Ooh. I love all the like the Guardians and Avengers all working together. That's so cool. Really nice. This it's moments like this that these movies are made for. Yeah, can you imagine like telling like yourself or someone like back when Iron Man one came out, you'd be like, Oh, in ten years he'll be on another planet with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider Man and Doctor Strange fighting Thanos. Fighting Thanos. I'd be like, Are you high? Well, people, people at the time would probably go, Who are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Exactly, because they <laughs> weren't a big. Don't you mean the Star Jammers? No, 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 the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, you is mean that the that Star like, new comic book that's coming out by Dan Abnett? Oh, that looks like crap. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. Yeah, don't tell me that. That's the last thing I want to hear. And the fact that in his messed up mind, he actually is sad in his head, and we know that because Mantis is an empath and she wouldn't lie. <laughs> that That's how much of an abusive jerk he is. He's gone and done like a full mental backflip. to be like, no, I'm the victim because I had to kill Gamora. <laughs> It was her fault. <laughs> yeah, it was her fault. She made me do it. If she wasn't such a bad daughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gone the full abusive parent. Yeah, this this is the point people get all mad at Star-Lord for, and I don't think he deserves it. Again, I think this is all very much in his character. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the sad part of knowing they were so goddamn close. I still think, even if they did get the gauntlet off, Thanos would have gotten it back. Still would have kicked Definitely. their asses yeah. anyway. Because, yeah, it's not like they could put it on and use it because they make a solid point of saying Thanos has been training to do all this and there's no telling that if they, any of them, put it on that they could use it properly. And as well, like, we, the audience, have seen Thanos take down the Hulk. Like, uh, what's Iron Man going to do? <laughs> Mm -hmm. well they even say at the beginning of the movie hey thanos you're the first one ever in history to wield more than two stones without dying mm. also he actually punches a moon at them like in the comics <laughs> did you ever think you'd live to see that oh yeah and thanos will punch a moon at them <laughs> Freaking black dwarf here, like a freaking Sekiro boss, just twirling his <laughs> shit around the castle gates. We'll continue to be good. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Rocket Raccoon is my assist. He's my striker. What's <laughs> <laughs> that arm? Boy, does he. It's these moments, too, the movie exists, too, for the banter. <laughs> Tree. 
just so pure and so wholesome and humble. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> and you feel like if they kept talking, they would have kept doing that back and forth. I am. You said, I am Steve. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't understand that that's all he could say. <laughs> yeah, not because he's dumb, Steve, but because he's so humble. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, hey. he doesn't seem to understand. I'll just keep saying it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do in America. Also, too, hey, can we just say that this Marvel movie did the war wheels before any DC movie could do it? <laughs> yeah. And now Scarlet Witch reminding you, oh, yeah, I'm really fucking powerful, aren't I? <laughs> even, even like Okio says, like, like, why was she up there? <laughs> Because we wouldn't have had this cool fight. <laughs> also, too, you know, don't don't make Scarlet Witch too mad, or she'll house of M you all. <laughs> oh, although she'll maybe do not, it. because she might not be a mutant. Yeah, depends. Uh, maybe, well, maybe she's watch, an inhuman. I don't know. <laughs> uh, watch WandaVision on Disney Plus, and we'll figure that out. <laughs> Again, I'm telling you, that's how that show's gonna go. She's gonna spend the hundred bucks, get that twenty-three and me genetic test back, and be like, "Oh, apparently I'm a hundred percent mutant." Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh well, may maybe that's why the stone worked on me. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Vision, do you want to travel around and get in touch with my mutant heritage? Only if we can get in touch with my robot heritage. <laughs> yeah, my dad's apparently this weirdo who lives out on an island. Is uh, a pre pretty pretty extreme views on mutants and humans <laughs> <laughs> i mean really extreme <laughs> oh here we go this this might be my favorite unexpected like okay these three are gonna fight now all right it's a cool fight it really is oh and the fact that they're running up and down because it's a space you wouldn't expect them to have a cool fight. It's like, okay, have a fight in this ditch. It's like, no one has a cool fight in a ditch. Oh, yeah. my God, they're having a cool fight yeah. in this ditch. Go, go fight in the ditch. Uh-oh. Again, Banner never gets what he wants. Even his cool moment is taken away from him. I, I do like this moment with Banner where he's like, oh, fuck it. I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. See, this is a scene where all of those remote control Iron Man armors from Iron Man 3 would have come bloody in handy. Boy, would they have. <laughs> just imagine if 30 other Iron Man suits just appeared from the sky and started helping them. Like, it might actually done. change the result. I mean, in the end, Thanos still got what he wanted, but maybe not so many Wakandans would have died. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to assume it's only Wakandans who have been dying up until now. Uh, that's great. I, I I do think, though, that like that part, they probably changed it, obviously, uh, before they shot and everything, but it felt like that part, this part here, was where Hulk was meant to come out. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, nah, save it for the sequel, brah. Also, man, Proxima Midnight's death, she gets it really rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. She explodes in, in, in like, purple mist. It's cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. Man, Vision is not having a good day. Just getting stabbed. Stabbed repeatedly. No. Thrown He's around. He's like, please, please, please stop stabbing me. 
hey, he gets his back on Corvius, though, near the end of it. I'm like, well, that's poetic justice. He got his win back. Also, too, man, how friggin' tough is Black Widow to keep pace with this friggin' alien monster? Yeah. Ow. That's why she's an Avenger. <laughs> exactly. And why she'll probably be getting her own movie soon. I hope so. It's about bloody time. Yeah. I, I just want that meme of her, like, fighting Thanos with a gun to be real. Like, they're on the yeah. battle photo, she's just shooting at Thanos. It's, doing, it, it's like it actually does something, it, like, kills him. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, that real. was really easy. <laughs> he was weak to lead? What do you mean his race was allergic to lead? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, that's yeah. something I always think with comic book movies, though. If more people just had, like, automatic rifles, <laughs> it would change so much. Like, even Spider-Man, like, with his spider sense and that and his agility, yeah. like, he could probably dodge a fair amount of bullets, but if, it, if there's, like, five guys with miniguns, like, he's basically dead. It's going to be rough. Yeah. I also like in that moment too, Spider-Man admits, I'm sorry I don't remember everyone's names. <laughs> oh my god, here comes the Dragon Ball Z anime fight. Oh yeah. Can Doctor Strange defeat Thanos? Find out next time on Avengers Thanos Defeated. Kamehame Galagon. Ooh, butterflies, pretty. Now I'm now I'm opening my third eye chakras. Yeah, the image transformation of icons. <laughs> and the crimson bands. The crimson bands of Sidorak. So cool. Which, uh, uh, which again, I don't know. Can, can they say Sidorak or is that uh is that an X Men thing? Because <laughs> that's where Juggernaut gets his power. Well, to be fair, like I don't think they'll be doing. Well, I think they will in the MCU, but like, goddamn. Fox didn't do it with that, so like, no, yeah, I'm sure they could. Not many people would know that either. No, I I do like the idea the one little limiter they put on all powerful Thanos, and that is if he can't close his hand, he can't use the power. Which it kind of makes sense as well. It means, but as well, like he has the mind stone. He doesn't have the mind stone yet, so like he couldn't use like his mind to just activate the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. So like he might have to just keep closing it. Got to keep his hand open somehow. Quick, put uh, put some super glue in there. Also, hey, to uh, start getting his helmets knocked off a bunch here. I wonder which of the several helmets he gets knocked off in this fight is the one he's talking to at the beginning of Endgame <laughs> in the trailers we've seen. Hey, you made me bleed my own blood. No one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Ow. They make that look so painful, don't they, when his head's just rattling around in the helmet. <laughs> Can you imagine the concussions he's suffered so far? Why do I taste copper? Why is my vision blurry? And, like, even this bit here where it's like, oh, no, don't, don't hit him in the head. He doesn't have a helmet. He'll knock his head clean off. You gotta wonder as well, like, why they haven't really done any, like, because we see, like, through all, like, the Iron Man films and the Avengers film, like, Tony just get, like, the shit beat out of him. Oh, yeah. Um, especially in, like, the earlier Iron Man films. So, like, I wonder if we're ever gonna see, like, like, a result of, like, all of that, like, blunt force trauma Damaged. or anything. I know through, like, the movies they've done, 
they've done a thing where where like i think it's his left hand has always been numb where like he right. keeps like holding it and like massaging and everything so that's like kind of like a cool little little mm. thing because he keeps falling on that side of his body but like yeah i'd like to see them like do something with that where it's like it takes a toll on him finally and he like has a brain aneurysm or something he's <laughs> gonna get post-concussion syndrome <laughs> you start getting like dementia or something because like it's like, oh, a no. it's like a college football player who gets like yeah, exactly. knocked in the head too much he gets too many brain traumas <laughs> you know it, it's interesting i was watching a documentary on a hockey enforcers and they say hockey players get injured now more than ever not because the game got any more or less violent but because of all the extra padding and all the extra gear they put on the players now a makes them more fearless to do checks but also uh, because they're so much more like thicker than they've ever been, they're more dangerous to the other guy you're checking. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah, it would be it would make so you'd check them and it'd be like hitting a, like a brick wall. Yeah, so I'm like, really, in trying to make the game safer, you actually made it more dangerous. <laughs> oh no, he's got all the Dragon Balls. <laughs> he's gonna wish to be immortal or something. <laughs> No, no, oh, you're not gonna be all shiny with your bling, not on my watch. Just, like when when Peter did that, I just love like Thanos' face is like, what the fuck? Like, really, dude? Are you doing? He doesn't even try and kill him. He's like, later, bro. Well, we're all boned. Also, too, for people who think that, you know, Peter got off too easy for what he did doing that fight, I think it's made very clear that if they were not all afraid they were about to die, they would have all kicked his ass anyway for what he did. Or at least given him a stern talking to. Yeah. Also, we talked over it there, but uh, Doctor Strange said we're in the end game now, and I'm like, ooh, that's the sequel. <laughs> See, Doctor Strange did see the future, and he knew what the next movie was going to be called. Yeah, he, he got a preview screening of it. Yeah, I have already seen the movie and know how this ends. Now let me go to Reddit and spread spoilers. <laughs> because I'm also that kind of guy. Well, he, he must have been that guy who leaked all those spoilers recently. <laughs> and also, let me tell you how Game of Thrones ends. Oh, no. No, Doctor Strange, you are the greatest villain ever. Hodor will be king. Yep, I said it. And a hot pie will be his hand. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Giant Peter Dinklage just appears to try and shut him up. Yep. <laughs> no one must know. Quick, quick, Wanda, use your chaos magic. Really better. Thank you for pointing out the obvious. The the man with the gauntlet and all the stones. I didn't. <laughs> you wouldn't know. even need to like like him to say them something. To, oh, this guy just teleported in. It's like, oh, well, that's obviously the big bad. <laughs> I'ma assume. Oh, the boss man. fight music starts playing yeah. and nobody realizes. Yes, yeah, like where's the boss? <laughs> <laughs> Thanos has like several health bars. Yeah, you can't. I, just, death I love that him. meme where. It... Yeah, go on. Uh, finished. <laughs> Have you guys seen that meme where it's 
something like you're walking around a level in a video game and suddenly fight music starts yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what the? Where are? Yeah, they? the Skyrim fight music just starts up. Again, too, talking about how Thanos is so evil, he even robs the characters of their like growth moments right here. Wanda and Vision come to terms with what they must do to save everyone. They have to be miserable. And she goes through all of this pain and all of this heartache to do it. And then Thanos is like, nope, fuck you. I win time travel. <laughs> yeah. I got to take your moment. Yoink. Yeah. I, yeah. Which how evil is that? The I'm going to steal the moment that in any other movie would have saved the day. But here, because I am literally unto a God. Now I can break the rules of this cinematic franchise. <laughs> Now, Wanda, can you do the thing that you did at the end of uh, Avengers No Surrender and remove everyone else's limiters and let them go full power? That'd be nice. <laughs> Again, in the theater, everyone's like, well, geez, how are they going to get out of this one? The movie's almost over. <laughs> yeah, how are they going to win? Yeah, how are they going to get out of this one? <laughs> oh, how that still might be laugh, though, like... It's been known since before the movie came out. This is part one of a two-part story. I know. I know I said it earlier, but if they had one, what would the sequel even be? Uh, Avengers do their taxes. <laughs> Just two hours of them writing off all their business expenses. <laughs> Just two hours of them eating shawarma. Mm, oh, good shawarma. Oh, good, real good shawarma. <laughs> no, he punched America. <laughs> The whole Only country. This time, but Captain America wouldn't have to hide his beard. Yeah, really. Uh... See, now Wanda's pretty fucking strong. She's destroying an infinity stone while keeping someone and who has four infinity stones at bay. It's a, it's a great little moment for her, isn't it? To be like, maybe you've all been underestimating her. And that once she grows into herself, she'll be pretty goddamn unstoppable. I like that as well. Like, Vision is crying as well. Yeah. Do How do robots cry? Do Vision's dream of electric sheep? You'll see. <laughs> they, they, they did it, right? The, the, the good guys won. <laughs> Yay, they beat Thedos. Oh, oh. <laughs> No, they did not. Let me just take your moment here. Yeah, let's take your moment away. And also, let me again make it all about me. Like, I know you're <laughs> sad, Scarlet Witch, but like, I'm really sad. Like, my sadness is greater than anyone else's, and I just want to put that out here right now. Yeah, I wouldn't have to do this if it wasn't for you. Yeah, I just, I just think you Avengers are all really toxic people, and I think I should hashtag cut you all out of my life right now. <laughs> in fact, I'll be cutting half of the toxic universe out of my life in the next couple minutes. You'll see. <laughs> I've got G uh, game genie codes. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> I, I had a save state. <laughs> I break all the rules. Now to be the most OP of OP. 
Uh, and like that, he turns black and white, like right. in the comics when he didn't have the stone. It's um, it's a really nice touch. Unlimited power. <laughs> and I like that it hurts him a little too. That yeah, that is more power than anyone in the universe should ever hold. Also, too, you know, you want to talk about heroes who whiffed it on this one? Let us talk for a second about Thor, who maybe instead of aiming for the chest, should have, you know, I don't know, aimed for the arm and cut it off him, maybe. <laughs> just saying, Thor could have ended the whole thing if he, he just chopped his hand off. He wanted that that sweet revenge moment, this moment here. Yeah, that's fair. Again, he's he's still not over the ass whooping he got laid on in the first five minutes. Yeah. Should have aimed higher. Or at least the arm, as I keep saying. No. Oh, I mean the uh, the, the the lodge from uh, what is it? Twin Peaks. Yeah, I'm in the Twin Peaks lodge right now. Little Gamora is gonna start speaking backwards to me now yeah. and burning a playing card. Yeah, and there's gonna be a one-armed man and like a weird tree thing. <laughs> burns his suit. Burns his suit. What? Check burns his suit. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's got the Infinity Stone in it. God, why are you all so stupid? Again, what movie gives their big supervillain a moment like this, too? Mm. Like, you can't tell me Infinity War isn't Thanos' movie, because he goes through, like, the most growth and change and ultimately gets what he wants at the end. Everything. Aww. I am the sad now. Also, that, that's a nice reason, too, to be like, well, what's going to stop him from keep using the Infinity Gauntlet? How will they defeat him afterwards? Well, what if, you know, one use shorts out the gauntlet? <laughs> Which is a fair compromise, too, where it's like, oh, it's so much power, obviously. You fucked up, Thor. Yeah, you done, you done goofed. Although, as we can see from the Endgame trailers, he knows he's goofed and he's really depressed just eating a bowl full of bread that's a that's a real viking depression meal just bread nothing on it <laughs> consequences will never be the same yeah bring me bring me my bowl of bread oh oh no <laughs> bucky no no oh, no random recondons no yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they were somebody's favorite. Everyone's someone's favorite. <laughs> yeah, that guy in the back with the coat was my favorite. Yeah. He, he knew how to stand in the background like no one else. Sure did. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I thought you were going to go, but then I went. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, that, that's kind of a shitty move. Tells her this isn't the place to die and then dies dies himself yeah that's that's gonna leave you <laughs> scarred 
Groot dying for the second time. <laughs> Only now he won't be reborn from a twig. Aww. Hey, what what did Black Panther say? You know, if Thanos wants to come in here, all he'll find is blood and ash. Oh. <clears throat> and he never found Sam. This group getting the most decimated, where there's only two people Shit. left at the yeah, end. That's, that, that's real strange that like all of like all but two died. I mean, I guess when you play the numbers game, there it's a completely random half of the universe thing. You don't know who draws what number. It's a dice roll. Yeah. Odds or evens? Which number are you? And as many people put, one of the saddest things about this scene is, of course, Peter's, you know, I don't feel so good because probably with Spider-Sense, he knew it was going to happen before it happened and he felt his impending death. Yeah, or just like Mantis did. Mantis felt like something was happening. Yeah, which I'm, which I'm sure Spider-Sense, you know, with severity uh, to lethalness and bodily harm, I'm sure that's the worst Spider-Sense action ever. The I'm going to be dead in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. Not even dead, cease to exist. Doing d doing his best Doctor Who now. I don't want to go. I don't want to regenerate. <laughs> you, oh, you no, are he's, great, he's turning into Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> you, you were great, Iron Man, and you know what? So was I. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, how how are Tony and Nebula gonna get out of this one? <laughs> go go watch Endgame in a week and find out. Is Tony gonna take like the ashes with him? Like he's got like a little like Ziploc bag. He's like this is Peter, <laughs> this is Drax. <laughs> with their names. I, I spilt a little bit of bit of Mantis in the Peter one. Yeah, but that's all right. They seem okay. Well, guys, we really boned it on this one, not gonna lie. If I was to give us a performance evaluation, I would put a big old needs improvement on it. And the weirdest and most interesting part is that Thanos is ultimately good to his word of being like, yep, brought balance to the universe, I'm going on vacation, I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> Which, now would actually probably be the best time to go to Disneyland with half the population yeah, knocked out. Rides. Imagine the lack of lines. Yeah, you get into that galaxy's edge. Oh man, I'm kind of I'm kind of back in Thanos now. I'm kind of hoping <laughs> he does that. Yeah, what movie has the villain win and then go to like some idyllic, uh, like tropical planet and just stare at the sun happily like, at the like, end? Like this is something you see, like like the good guy he's like one and he's finally yeah. retiring. What a what a ballsy move, and again reinforces my idea. This is Thanos's movie. He gets what he wants. He even gets the final frame. <laughs> and the and how confused the people in the audience were right now was so wonderful. It was. <laughs> I I loved being there, like opening night, like, hearing all the, what the fuck, what the hell. It was so cool. <laughs> People were confused. Women and children were crying. It was great. <laughs> yeah, mass hysteria. Dogs and cats <laughs> living together. <laughs> what we're saying is we love misery, is what we're saying. 
So, yeah, how how do the Avengers get out of this one? Uh, by the time you listen to this video, uh, Matt will probably already know. I'll have the answers, yes. Matt will have all the answers and hold it over Tom and mine's head until we get to see it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess I'll start winding down here. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this one. It's always a pleasure to get to do these. Always a lot of fun. Thank you, Tom, for coming along and joining us on this one. We know it's difficult to get the time zones to work out. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure. We'll be yeah. back again next time for our next commentary. We don't know what it'll be, but I'm sure when we do, it'll be fun. Uh, as always, down in the comments section below, if you have a movie you would like us to talk about, please be sure to tell us, and we will we'll take it under the old advisement. We sure will. Uh, so until then, everyone, I've been Joel. I'm Matt. I'm Tom. And we will see you all next time. Uh, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>